0: Greetings, Seriously Planners. It is November 13th, 2016, and you're listening to the Seriously Planning Podcast. I hope that today finds you well. It's been a bit of a crazy week. I woke up the day after the election and had my typical breakfast of yogurt and fruit and muesli. And as I was eating, I was just staring at my phone, constantly refreshing the page and feeling shock and dread at the election results. I'm in Johannesburg recording this, and in Vancouver, where my parents are, they spent the evening watching the election results come in, and we checked in with each other when the results were official. They went to bed, and I went to work with a whole range of emotions, from grief to shock to bewilderment to sadness. It was a whole gamut of things I was experiencing that day, and I've been experiencing really all week. I hope wherever you are if you've been feeling similarly heart sore and just a little bit ill and sad and again just confused over the election results I hope you've had a chance this week to take care of yourself to acknowledge what you're feeling to take a break from the news to regroup and just pause for a moment before we all roll up our sleeves again and get to work So today and I it's been a long time since I've had a podcast episode and I wanted to record today to talk about a couple of things. One is about self-care and some have wanted to share some of the self-care things I've been doing this week. And two, I wanted to mention two books that I read recently that I really enjoyed and that I was thinking about a lot this week. I like to think of them as two books to read when the world makes no sense, but we'll talk about that just a little bit later. So first off, self-care. It's hard to do, but it's very, very important. I read a New York Times article this week from August, and it was talking about the environmental and health effects that people of color experience as a result of racism. And they're just the toll, the physical toll your bodies take, our bodies take as a result of racism, as a result of prejudice, as a result of fighting the good fight. And it was a reminder, or it was an article talking about how communities across the United States, across Canada... Are creating programming and creating ways for people of color to take care of themselves and to invest in their health. Uh, in some communities, that means low cost yoga classes, in some places, it's mindfulness meditation. Um, but it was a reminder, reading that article was a reminder that, yeah, health matters and self care matters, and you can't fight if you're run down. This week, I've been trying to do a little bit of self-care, and I wanted to share some of those things with you. This is in no particular order, and I'd love to hear what you've been doing or what you like to do when you know you need a little bit of extra loving. So one thing I did this week, this is number one, is I went to a Zumba class this week at the local gym, and it was so silly. It was uh, me, a group of women. Uh, loud Latin tunes and some intense dance moves but I left happy and I think it's impossible to do Zumba wrong. I wasn't really able to follow the steps, our instructor was moving very very fast but I was smiling and laughing and so was everyone else in the room and I left happy and I think it was just an incredible way to release some tension, get sweaty, feel my heart pumping and just release some some anxiety for my body. The second thing I've been doing a lot this week is prayer. I've been trying to spend time meditating and praying and just doing vicar or remembrance of God um, to remind myself that I'm not in control, that as confusing as the world is right now, God is the one in control. And I think just taking that time to pray and to meditate and to just taking time to supplicate for me it really helps remove the physical tension in my body that's where I carry tension everyone expresses tension differently but this week I've been noticing I've really been feeling aches and pains and stomach upsets and headaches and things like that and I know that when I am stressed it really manifests in my physical being so last night and earlier on this week I put coconut and almond oil in my hair and I said to my body I see you I care for you. Thank you for taking me where I need to go. And the combination of mask plus oil always makes me feel quite luxurious. And it's just nice to pause because you can't really do anything when you have mask, oily hair and, and stuff smeared all over your face. So it's a chance to read, to watch something, to laugh um, and thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. So that's something I've been doing this week as well. I've also been trying to spend time outdoors. That's been number number four on the list. I've been watching the Joburg thunderstorms. We've had quite a rainy week this week. And by rain, I mean really powerful thundering, thunderstorms and powerful, powerful rains and lightning and all kinds of things. But in between that, it's been really beautiful. And I've been trying to take time to walk around the garden. My office has a garden. I've been trying to take time at work to walk around the garden and just Look at flowers, spend time in green space, and in just gentle ways, look at nature a little bit. It calms me right down. Number five, I've been taking some time to listen to some comedy this week. I've discovered the comedic ge- genius that is, and I feel afraid that I'm going to mispronounce her name, but the comedic genius of Aparna Nancharia, and she is delightful. She's quirky, she's awkward, she's deadpan, she's super, super funny and I've been watching a whole bunch of her things this week and listening to a whole bunch of her things this week and her comedy is always clean it's delightful reflections really really funny reflections and she never disappoints so far I have yet to watch or listen to something that left me feeling like huh that wasn't really that funny so um I've listened to other people as well Hari um and just random stand-up this week but consistently I've been trying to spend time watching her because she's great the laughter is needed for sure um and again it's just something to calm down and and take a moment and rejuvenate the self and finally, I've been spending some time listening to good podcasts. The day after the election, I found the NPR podcast Code Switch, which is about race, and the N- New York Times podcast Just Processing, which is about culture and race. And I've been hearing a few episodes of this week of both shows. So both shows did episodes after the election, which were very, very, which were very, very healing and raw and vulnerable. And emotional and just something I needed. And I enjoyed those episodes. I don't know if enjoy is the right word. I needed those episodes. But aside from those episodes, I've been listening to other episodes of both shows. On Code Switch, I the first very first episode I heard was one about pronouncing people's names wrong. And that's how I discovered Aparna. And I also heard an episode about people of color and Their relationship to the outdoors and about national parks and how they aren't used that much by people of color is a really, really interesting listen, very insightful, um, very thought provoking. And just processing just has a few different episodes that I've enjoyed as well. This week I've been giving myself time to listen to stories and hear good radio, try to stay away from news and political punditry and anything too hard or grating, but I have been finding that the storytelling and soft podcasts, I don't know if soft is the right word, but gentle, gentle radio has been very heart nourishing. And so those things, Zumba, prayer, spa nights or mask nights, spending time outdoors, excellent standup comedy and good podcasts have been things this week that have helped me take care of myself. Um, But I'd love to hear from you about how you take care of yourself, what you've been doing this week. Um, Have you been checking in with loved ones? That's the other thing. I I didn't add it to the list, but certainly talking to people, talking to loved ones, checking in with them has been really helpful as well this week. Um, But yeah, I'd love to hear from you about what it is that you do to take care of yourself. So do leave a comment below. For some people, reading is also a way, a way to make sense of the world when it doesn't make much sense. And I'm no different. Reading is one of the things that I do to help heal my heart. Um, and this week, I've been thinking about two books that I read earlier this year, in the summer and in the fall. Um, that I've found just incredible reads. And I haven't had a chance to either vlog about them or podcast about them or blog about them. And I've been thinking about them this week because they really seem to be two books that are helpful when the world makes no sense. Um, And the world hasn't really made sense this week, so which is why I've been thinking about these books. So the first book is called Behold the Dreamers by Mbolo, I can't pronounce her last name, but it's M-B-E-U. And this book, it's a 2016 book, it was published in August 2016, so it's a very, very new release. I hadn't heard about it before I read it, but I saw it in the bookstore, in a bookstore, and thought, yep, you and I are going to be friends. This book follows the story of two families in the United States in 2008. The first family is from Cameroon and consists of a man named Jende, his wife Nenny, and their six-year-old son, and the book opens with Jende interviewing for a job as a chauffeur for Clark, and Clark is a senior partner with the Lehman Brothers. Jende doesn't have proper papers to be in the country, and this job with a salary of thirty five thousand dollars means a lot for Jende and his family. It means they can save that Jende can pay for his wife's college fees that they can deal with their lawyer fees because he's trying to become legal in the u s and he's going through a dispute about that um. It means everything for his family. At the same time, this book follows Clark, who is a senior partner of the Lehman Brothers, his wife, Sydney, their very, very troubled marriage, their young son, Mighty, and their older son, Vince, who is very disillusioned with corporate life. And this book traces how the lives of these families intersect and connect and impact each other. It's an incredibly powerful story, and it's a story that's about a lot of different things. It's about marriage. It's about immigration. It's about migration. It's about hope. It's about what it means to try and pursue the American dream. Is there an American dream? Is it sustainable? Is it possible? How does America break and sustain those who want to call it home? It reminded me of the novel Americana by Chimande Dice, because both books... Do not go to the extreme of what can happen to migrants, but it's about the devastating mundane events, um, the devastation of everyday life. And this book is about loyalty as well. It's about sacrifice. It's about struggle. It's about protection of your family. It's about what people do to, to protect what they have. It's about... America as a whole. Uh, the cover of this book says it will change the way you understand America. It will change the way you understand the world. And while that's a very bold claim, I do think this book does a lot to challenge our ideas. Um, when I first started this book, I thought, oh, it's about, it's set in 2008 in the US. And there have been books and there have been films and there have been lots of things that have talked about the market crash of 2008. Is this possi- How could this possibly be a new story? And it is a new story because the focus of this story is Jen Dana's family. And they are not an American family who were asleep in the wake, in the lead up to the market crash. Or they are not a family that was duped to get a mortgage that they could not sustain. They are a family that is close to a partner in the Lehman Brothers and are affected but also watching the the crash it's a very unusual perspective and I think it's incredible storytelling and a book that I highly highly recommend um I highly recommend reading it and then I highly recommend pulling together three four friends and discussing this book and the ideas it holds I I really loved it and As America figures out what it is and what it stands for in the next months and weeks and years to come, um, this book feels very timely. The second book I wanted to talk about that I've read recently is called A Temporary Gift, Reflections on Love, Loss, and Healing. Excuse me, I have a bit of a cold. This book is by Asma Hussein, a Toronto writer and mom. And I don't know Asma personally, but we went to the same university, the University of Toronto. And I've heard her name through mutual friends and through common circles. And a few years ago, I heard about her even more through social media. And I heard about her story because Asma, after she graduated from the University of Toronto, she got married. And she moved to Egypt with her husband. And she then moved to Canada when she was four months pregnant when her daughter was nine months old she traveled with her husband Amr to visit her in-laws and this book is about what happened on that journey and I'm going to read a description of this book from Asma's own website so on her website it says on Friday August 16 2013 26-year-old Amr Qasim, attended a peaceful protest in Alexandria, Egypt, along with thousands of others, rallying against the mass injustices taking place in the aftermath of the coup d'etat by the Egyptian military under the command of Abdel Fateh al-Sisi. As he was returning home to his family, an Egyptian army sniper shot and killed him, leaving Asma widowed and their child fatherless. So after the death of her husband, Asma started writing reflections on Facebook about her grieving process, about healing, about parenting her daughter, and about her husband and the love they shared together, and so I had heard about Esma right when her husband had passed away, but would keep hearing about her because friends and family would share these reflections, and then I started reading her Facebook page, and I reflected, I benefited from these reflections a lot, and saved various ones over the years. This book is a collection of those reflections and other ones as well that I had never seen before that were fresh. And it's a very powerful read, and it's a very hopeful read. I I was surprised, actually, because I wouldn't think a book about devastating loss could be hopeful, but this book is. Asma, the author, is very candid about how difficult losing her husband is and was and still is, and tells her very specific story of her healing and about the reflection she's had over the past few years. But her reflections offer comfort to you regardless of what you're going through. The structure of the book is short snippets um, on various topics. And the first section of the book is about her experience right after the loss of her husband. And then different sections of the book address different issues. It's a love story. It's a book about meaning and purpose and hope and courage and resilience and about prayer, about your relationship with God. It's about faithfulness. It's about so many things. And as I was reading, I was sharing my reflections through social media. I would take a picture of a page that really spoke to me, or I would write out a quote and put it on Facebook. And because, you know, seriously planning isn't all the channels site <laughs> plug for seriously planning do sign up uh, to follow us on Instagram and Twitter and all those things. But it was incredible as I was posting that to see the diversity of people who resonated with what I was sharing and who comment to say, thank you for sharing that. That really helped me. So that specific story, I think offers a lot of universal comfort and, universal lessons so this has been a week where the world makes no sense or it's been hard to try and figure out what the world means and what the beliefs of people in a what feels like a very close country are what the beliefs of people in the U.S. are and I highly recommend these two books um they are challenging they're thought-provoking and they're hopeful. And I think we could all do a little bit more hope right now. I'd love to hear what you've been reading. Please do check in, leave a comment. Let me know how you're taking care of yourself, the things you're reading, what books you turn to when the world makes no sense. And till next time, you listen to Seriously Planning. Ciao.